All right, everyone, and welcome back to the Business of Fitness podcast. I'm your host, Jason Klepa, and on today's episode, we have Sal Frizzella, the president of First Form, an awesome guy, and I can't wait for you to dive into this episode. Sal and I discuss a variety of different topics, including what he's learned from 2020 and COVID, and how he's super excited about the fitness space, and so am I, about where we're going leading into 2021. If you're a gym owner out there, if you're a coach out there, and you're looking to get fired up, I know this episode will deliver on that. Can't wait for you guys to enjoy it. Before we get into it, if you like these episodes, don't forget we have 100 plus other episodes to go check out. Would really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and comment. Let me know what you think about these episodes. Have some amazing ones coming up in the future. I hope you and your family are doing well, and let's keep crushing it in the business of fitness. Let's go. So we were just talking, uh, we've been talking for a while and I asked you a very simple question like, Hey, what's something that you want to, um, that you want to talk about that you think could make an impact on gym owners, coaches, business owners of any type. And you said something along the lines of like, Hey, this last year has taught me a lot about controlling what's in my control. I thought that'd be an interesting topic to discuss. So what are your thoughts there, man? What's, uh, what's going on? Yeah, I think, um, you know, well, first of all, thanks for having me round two, right? Round two. Uh, There'll probably be many more rounds after this. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's cool. I, I, you know, before we dive into it, I just, you know, I really appreciate your friendship, Jason. And, and we've had a lot of fun and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a fast forward friendship, right? Like we hit the ground running and, and uh, we've become what I would call very good friends. And I, you know, I appreciate the opportunity, but you know, the, the 2020 was an interesting year, I think for everyone. And, and, I, and I don't think anyone's excluded from the conversation that 2020 was, was different. And um, you know, something, and you always reflect back and I always try to, to come back with our team and circle back on, you know, what did we just go through? What's the lesson learned, you know, and, and when coronavirus hit in March, you know, it was a very interesting time because it put our business on its head, right? Like everybody's business. I mean, can't go to work. We operated under the dairy act. So we were deemed essential. However, you know, we had these very tight guidelines and restrictions and, you know, we anchored into, you know, keeping our employees and everybody, you know, staffed. And we, we made that, that uh, we made that promise to our staff that we would, we're going to get them a paycheck regardless. We don't get paid or anything. We're going to make it through this. And I think when I look back on the lessons that, you know, were best suited for 2020 is focus on controlling the things that you can control and learn to eliminate all the outside noise. And when I say focus on the things that you can control, you know, it's, it's, it's important to identify what you can't control. And I think the emotional energy that a lot of us spent in 2020 was focused on the election and focused on the virus and focused on what's wrong with the world. And what I really tried to, and, and what we tried to, you know, lead from the front here at HQ with, with first form is, you know, Hey guys, Hey girls, let's focus on what we can control and how do we control um, our destiny? Because, you know, we can still control our customer experience. We can still control, uh, whether we have a positive mindset and focus on the positive things in our life, we can still control um, these these variables, if you will. And if we control these, we can still win. And if we let all the outside noise penetrate into our environment, we're gonna we're gonna end up letting them dictate or navigate our path. And so, you know, we really focused in in Q2 and Q3 on controlling the small variables. And I think in the, at the end, you know, you wrap up Q4 and you look back on it. I think it's a really great life lesson of, 
you know, don't let other people dictate how you think and what actions you take, you know, wake up every morning with a game plan and attack that game plan. And whether you're an individual or a business uh, or a team leader, like, you know, the lesson that I would love to talk about is making sure that you identify the, the positive variables that you can control and attack those and everything else outside of that. If it's not positively affecting your life, you have to learn. And I know it's really difficult. You have to learn to, to, to check it off to the side and, and not let it control your, your path or, or control your emotions. I mean, well, you and I were just talking before we started recording and it's hard not to get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this term vaguely wrapped up in, yeah. in the outside world because there's so much of it in your face from, you know, the capital events to election events to just COVID in general. It's, it's all over the place and how people are dealing with it. And so I think we would all agree this idea of controlling what's in your control and having more of a positive mindset won't be negative for you. Let's put it that way. I think most people agree with that and know how that could maybe impact them. But it's a lot easier said than done. So what type of things, at least for you at first form with your team in your life, have you tried to incorporate? Because your business has had hurdles, ups and downs this year. A lot of, you know, just like everybody else's. Same with ours, right? And so is there something you've done specifically personally and then also as a family, I'm curious about, and then also as a business? Well, you got, you got to realize, right? Like, okay. In, in times of, of, of when, when shit hits, hits the fan and it's going everywhere, the only thing that you can certainly control is you. Okay. And you can control your actions. You can control your responses. You can control uh, how you respond to bad news, good news, but you have to be clearly uh, self-aware of what that is. And I think, you know, identifying that we're all in the fitness space. And I think it's really clear that we 95% of us use fitness as a tool as a stress reliever, as a get better um, uh, avenue. And, and it's really, for the most of us, it's an escape from the real world, okay? And so making sure that we identify that, like politics and religion, like let's not talk about these things, but for our customer bases to really focus on the customer and making sure that we can achieve what it is that their goal is that they're trying to achieve, which is get better. And how can we be that experience that they have that day? Like, I don't want my customers coming in and feeling like they, you know, they, they want to escape the real world for an hour a day, right? They want to escape what it is that they're annoyed with for an hour a day, where they're trying to focus on their physical self by putting in the work and earning that, that, that um, credibility for themselves, that earned confidence as you talk about, you know, so let's help them get there. That's our goal at the end of the day. Like let's help them achieve it. And I think, you know, controlling those variables by not allowing the outside noise, the capital, the election, the impeachment, all this shit that's happening outside, like, that's not why people are coming to your gym. That's not why people are coming to our, to our environment. That's not why they're, they're, they're coming to us because they want to get away from that. So what do we have to do first? We got to eliminate that. We're not, listen, this is not the place where we get down and talk about politics. This is a place where we get down and talk about you achieving your goals and then identifying like our role in that and how can you control it? And our role is to create that positive environment so that we can support them in that journey. And I think, you know, all too often, if you allow your emotional sense, you know, the outside noise to creep into that environment, it creates this kind of 50-50 experience where you're not all in on your cons- consumer. You're not all in on your gym goer. You're kind of half in, half out. And we all know when you get a half in, half out experience, it's not the, it's not the true to the core example of what your, your best foot forward is. And so, you know, identifying to your team, and that's what we spent a great deal of time on is identifying that, hey, they're not here for your personal opinion on politics. They're here so that you can give them sound advice and be a sounding board to help them escape 
whatever it is outside so that we can help them get better and, and focusing on how do we control that interaction. And I think we could all do a little bit better job of that, uh, if and, I'm being honest. And that's online too. So, you know, it, for us, we operate brick and mortar locations as many people who listen to this podcast do. Um, and I think what you just said is like never more true than right now for brick and mortar, right? Someone right. comes into your gym, they want the best hour of their day and that's what they're there for. And we have to be sensitive. I think you're totally right with that 50-50 thing. And that could be actually saying it or just in the way that you're acting, right? That you, they could tell that, things aren't right. You want to set the atmosphere. That's what they're there for. They're there for a great environment. But then the brick and mortar is pretty clear cut for me. But how about the online thing? Because you guys have large Facebook groups with thousands and thousands of people in it. Um, I know for us, we have different online uh, groups as well. I imagine that obviously carries over there, meaning there isn't a place for, how do you instill this idea that they're there for the best hour of their day, even though they're not actually coming into your brick and mortar? How do you do that online? I, because again, just like anything else, you have to clearly identify, okay, what is our objective here? You have to clearly identify. And I always tell people like, I, we should be their best hour of their day. Every day, we should be the best hour of their day. And I think we live in a virtual world now. Like, you yep. know, we just happened to Zoom and everything prior to this. So this is like actually really comfortable for me. Um, and I think it's comfortable for most people now, but it's been comfortable for us for the last couple of years. But whether it's brick and mortar or it's virtual, it's still people. Okay. And by you, this is a great opportunity. And this is a thing like, what can we control here? Okay. We can control that. We're going to make it the best hour of their day. And by choosing to eliminate the outside experience, like you, it's a great way for you to separate yourself from the competition, right? Like if you can identify, okay, this is, this person's escaping for one hour. And my goal is to make them have the most fun, have the best company, uh, escape reality for a little bit of time so that they can focus on themselves and talk about everything else. Like we need to get them into that space a hundred percent. And so whether it's brick and mortar or virtual, it's giving a hundred percent to that person in no different than we've all had conversations where you're 50% into the conversation, 50% over here watching TV or they're paying attention over here. Like it's not a good genuine interaction. So diving in and really setting boundaries and saying, Hey, listen, like I know my goal for this next hour is to give this person whether it's, you know, comedic relief, whether it's being a friend, you know, a little bit of therapy, because this is what fitness is, right? Like you realize uh, from a coaching perspective, we're all a little bit, uh, we have a, a therapist mindset because, you know, we get to know these people at a deeper level, be that person for them, you know, let them breathe that on you and then reinstill positivity back in them, whether it's positive reinforcement, whether it's a joke, whether it's fun, but you got to focus on being their best hour of the day. And that's whether that's this phone call, right? My goal, like when you walk away from this and, and, and you know me well enough to know, like my goal is to at six o'clock tonight, when you're sitting down talking to Ashley and you're sitting with the kids and the family is to say, you know, I got to talk salad. It was a great conversation. Like that's my goal. That's my goal. And my goal is as a, as a guest on your podcast is to, to provide so much value that I was the best 30 minutes of their day in some way, shape or form. And sure. I may not always win, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not 50% over here, 50% over here. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, look, that goes directly into how I feel. And so through 2020, I mean, obviously as a business leading into 2021, does that change anything for you guys? Like, have, would you say that first form has changed as a business because of COVID meaning like, are you guys actually changing any systems, any operations, any of the, the tools that you're incorporating? Are you able to use this as a learning experience to kind of catapult you to the next level? Cause I'm curious for gym owners, or, or for any business owner, if they really take a deep reflection, I think what COVID did is just fast forward everything like five or 10 years, meaning 
like the digital space, the, especially in the fitness business, right? So did it fast forward any of your guys' plans or, or did it fast forward anything that you can't, did it help you in that way? Kind of give you that newfound perspective? I'm curious. Yeah, I, I think so. We structurally were built to be digital uh, in that sense. And so, yeah, the, I'm always a believer in, in, in positivity, right? Like I always find yeah, the good things. Like I, I, I tell people all the time, like we're in a huddle and, you know, and, and it's 2121. I mean, I was always cracking jokes because like, I always just want to have fun, but I always have been very um, positive mindset driven in the sense, especially from a reflection standpoint, you know, find the good and focus on the good and how do you use it to get better? Uh, identify the negatives, right? You can't just, you know, you can't just pass them off like they didn't happen. But, you know, for us, yes, I think it fast forwarded, you know, how companies in our space are going to have to compete. Uh, we were already from a foundation standpoint set to kind of compete in the digital space. Um, and, it, and it did, it pushed, it pressured us a little bit to show where some of our cracks in the foundation were. And, you know, we, it forced us to fix them, right? Because we have a little higher volume going through the digital side now and we got to look at those. Um, but from the positive acts aspect, right? Um, the digital, the Zoom thing's not going away. Okay, so how do we get better at it? This, you know, digital interaction, interview, podcast, uh, education space, not going away. How do we get better at it? And using that, um, I think what we learned is we actually like each other. Um, we like seeing each other. We miss being in these in these group settings. And what we have learned is that, hey, in times of absence right now, like how can we be a support system? Because at the end of the day, we sell protein powders. However, we're a community that's built on helping people change their lives. And I think for us, it did fast forward um, the industry. However, I think it exposed a lot of people who were uh, misaligned with their core value system. And we've always been a customer-centric uh, based company and making sure that we help our, co our customers get the best results possible no matter what. And we do that through a genuine connection and, and a genuine and uh, intentful phone call. And- it, you, I think what 2020 did for us is it weeded out the people who could genuinely connect like this, who actually gave a shit about their customers and people who didn't, people who are very transactional. And I think the transactional people for the most part um, have moved on because if you don't love what you do, I mean, just take a gym owner for this instance. Yeah. If you don't absolutely love what you do every day, you're not going to show up and get kicked in the face like you did in 2020. You're just right. not, you're going to walk away. And I look at our company and dude, we got tested. I mean, we got tested to the core, rattled, shaken, knocked down, kicked in the face, but we got back up and we got back in the fight. And I think it shows a great deal of character of, of our, our team here at First Form. I think, you know, and I'm, I'm very proud of our executive staff. You know, the, the day it hit, we said, hey, listen, we're not gonna get paid for six months. This is what we're gonna rock. We're gonna make sure everybody stays online. I don't care what happens. We can do it for six months. This is how it's gonna work. And you look back and you reflect and we went through all those woes and ups and downs and, you know, out of stocks and the plastic shortage, which we were talking about, you know, and, and raw good shortage and supply chain, like 2020 was, was a, was a great learning lesson for, for us. And I think we choose to use it that way to get better in the future. But, you know, if we didn't love what we do and we weren't true to our, our core, which is helping people change their lives, but, you know, through fitness, whether that's earned confidence um, of making somebody a better father, husband, brother, you know, by simply looking in the mirror and earning that re respect for themselves, we would have quit. We wouldn't have come back to the fight. Yeah. And we would have changed and, you know, got into a money model. And I think that's, that's the positive side of 2020. I think it flushed out a lot of people who don't do things that they love to do and they're not willing to fight for them. 
And, and look, the thing about it is when you say flush out, I don't necessarily think it's only a negative thing, meaning like it could just expose people who, hey, they were in a business, they weren't really into it, they thought they were into it, but then when their back was up against the wall, they probably realized, ah, this isn't for me. And maybe that's a good thing, right? Maybe it catapults them in their next journey that could be exceptional. And I think, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head with a lot of things you were saying. I, I, I agree. I think business owners who make it through COVID, are going to never be the same again because they're going to have this confidence that they did get kicked and shoved and they pivoted and they did whatever to still be there today. And I think that in itself is beautiful. You talk to a lot of different business owners all over the world. You have engagement in the CrossFit space and outside the CrossFit space. From a, from a gym owner, from the business side of fitness, mm-hmm. do you see anything like just glaring coming into the next year, like something that you think is just going to shift the fitness space. Yes. Obviously it's, it's, it's well known that that digital is here to stay and it's going to grow, but do you think brick and mortar because of those interactions you're talking about is going to thrive in the next six months, once COVID kind of, and, and the vaccines come out, what are your thoughts there on actual, the gym and the fitness business? Cause you have so many interactions from so many different people in that space. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting, right? Like, I, I think what makes the fitness space really cool um, is people as humans, uh, they, they and, and I don't want this to turn into a political talk, and that's not my intention. Um, you know, the government tells us, hey, you can't see each other anymore, right? That's essentially what happened. And I think, you know, much like the depression in the 20s, you know, you're going to see this, this roaring effect that comes back out of it. Um, but I think it, instead of, because I, I have a whole nother segment that I could talk about financial, the financial future of, of what I think our economy is going to be, which could be a great space for fitness. Um, but I think, you know, we've been void of each other's company for so long. I think you're going to see this. People want to get out and be with people. Okay. And much more than just the restaurants, you're going to see this in the fitness space, like specifically in the CrossFit space where it's a community driven aspect. So I would, I would, I would, really, really, really deeply get rooted into your community and investing in these people. I know that some people do this better than others, but I think the CrossFit community, what draws people to it is this, this is my team, if you will. This is my, this is my family. And these are the people that I want to see every day. It's, it's almost the new version of a bar, right? And, you know, you look at, at what is going to separate you from your competition. Well, we've been, we've been lacking this, this sense of, of human interaction. We've been lacking the sense of team for an entire year. When they come back out, they're going to want, they're going to seek that. And I think the, the gyms that do the best job in seeking that will win. Secondarily, I think we have a, a competitive play to our advantage. All of us in the fitness space, you know, health for the first time in America's history has actually been highlighted in some way, shape or form is like, Hey, we need you to get more healthy. You know, I, I think it's interesting. You know, this, I'm not, again, not a political thing, but you know, Hundreds of millions of people can die from obesity every year, but it's not a problem for the country. But now, you know, with the, with the new thing coming into play, now, you know, weight is a problem with the country. Let's find a positive, right? Go back to the theme of the thing. Find a positive. The positive for us in the fitness space is we're going to have the opportunity to help a lot of these people transition their life. And I think it's our obligation, the people that love what we do. Okay. We love, we're in this space. We made it through 2020 because we absolutely love helping people change their life. Through building a community, we can help them not only change their life, but change the trajectory of their life in finding it through you as the person who helped them get there. And I think, you know, when you look at fitness and, and how our kind of brand got started was, 
you know, fitness went used to be in the, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, even early 90s. It's a very community driven thing, you know, uh, even going back to like, you know, Richard Simmons and, and Tybo yeah. and like all yeah. these things that were very community driven. And then in the bodybuilding space in, in, in particular, it became a very selfish thing, specifically with like social media as an onboarded. Well, we realized, you know, we need to bring that team aspect back and that family aspect back. And I think that was the one of the that is the biggest thing that separates maybe us from our competition or what allowed us the opportunity to, to progress forward is promoting that that helping people, you know, get be a better version of themselves is, is a part of our core mission. And I, I really firmly believe that if you focus on your customer and you focus on that interaction and you focus on helping them, meaning helping them get the best results that they possibly can, not how to drive the most top line revenue to your gym in 2021, I think you're going to win. And I, I would imagine that you're going to win big. And I, I just got off a business podcast and, and I don't mean to be long-winded here, but I, I tell people all the time, like anybody who focuses on the money loses. When you focus on being the best, you will win. The best insert whatever will win. They make a lot of money. The best drywall contractor makes a lot of money. The best NASCAR driver makes a lot of money. The best gym owner makes a lot of money, but they're the best. So focus on being the best one hour of their day. And if you do that, the financial side will take care of itself in 2020. It'll just be a rearview mirror. Is that just a, is that a mic drop right there? Is that what that is? <laughs> no, I, I, dude, listen, I, I love it. You got, you got to like, you know, I love this shit. Like I don't, you know, I, 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 yeah, I, I know you and me both, man, you and yeah. me both. I, I think that's where our, our relationship spawned. It was like, there's a, like, you know, listen, man, I love, I love people. I do. And, you know, I'm really disappointed with our government at the time because I love people so much. And I feel like, I, you know, I love helping people. And, and, and I tell people this all the time, you know, my goal is to help as many people through their life as I physically possibly can. So that when I'm gone, those people that ideally I've helped change the trajectory of their life will help raise my kids and help take care of my kids. And even if it's one funny or positive story and, if I do a good enough job helping that person become the best father or mother or brother that they can physically possibly be, I know that they'll help raise my kids or tell a story to my kids. And, and I look at what's going on right now and, 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 you know, unfortunately we're not being helped. And so I look, I look at that environment. we got to help ourselves and we got to, you know, I think the fitness, the fitness pillar of life is an important uh, we have an important obligation, and especially in 2021, is to go out and help these people become the best version of themselves, which we all know is earned through hard work, sweat, and commitment and discipline to a process. And fitness is just the lane that we have the blessed opportunity to deal in every single day. Because, dude, that and, – and I use the word earned confidence based off of our conversation and when we first met because we, we think similarly – there's nothing better that you can have than earned confidence, knowing that you gave it hell, knowing that, you know what, you might not be the perfect version of yourself, but you've been busting your ass, you've been putting in the work, and you're damn proud of the way that you work. And you, you have no problem taking your shirt off at that point. And you have no problem showing up to CrossFit at that point because you earned it. And I think 2021 is an opportunity for us in the fitness space to help these people earn that confidence to gain back control of their lives. And, and that I believe in that. And that's why I love the the are you, you know, you can't here I'm polarizing because I'm like you in the sense, like are you people who think I'm crazy or they love me. Like there's Dude, no, you're like, like in between. No, you're not, you're not crazy. And you're preaching to the choir on this one. So look, if you're, if for any of the gym owners out there, anybody in the fitness space who isn't excited right now, I feel like you're probably in the wrong, you're in the wrong business. Like if you're in yep. the fitness business right now, you made it through COVID 
or and again, we're not, we're not out of the woods yet, but we're getting there. And you're not excited for what the future has. I don't know what to tell you because never in our lifetime will there be a, as exciting of a time to be in an industry than potentially right now. So dude, I, I couldn't agree more with everything you've been talking about. I really appreciate you coming on the show, getting me fired up, like just rejuvenating this idea of, of, of just, just a gratitude, focusing on positivity and, and really giving it our best effort is, is really what I'm, you know, there's a lot of other things we can take yeah. away, but um, I'm ready to rock and roll. Now, now look, you're, you're, you're the, um, you have your own social platform, but you're the you know president at First Form. Where could people uh, look to you, maybe engage with you? And then obviously, you know, you have a, a variety of products, right? You got your greens, you got your you, you have, of course, you have protein, you have different bars. Where could people go for more information on all three of those things? Yeah, I mean, uh, um, from a personal standpoint, I'm at Mister Fursella on Instagram. It's funny because I can't even use my own name. We, I was like an early adopter to social. So that was when you didn't use your name. And then now I go to use your name and somebody hijacked it and they want me to buy it from them. So I'm, we're in negotiation. Um, so at Mr. Frisella on Instagram, my name is Sal, S-A-L Frisella. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. However, I'm not extremely engaged there. But uh, first form at 1-S-T-P-H-O-R-M. Um, that's on Instagram, Facebook, really any, any platform you can find it at www.firstform.com. I, my only ask, um, you know, is that if you guys, if anybody's struggling, uh, with help, whether it's with their, their, um, uh, their self trying to figure out how to do maybe weight loss inside their gym, trying to help uh, a person. And maybe you don't know as much about diet and exercise that you would like reach out to us. You know, I have an entire team of, I have 35 people who are all NASM certified in sports nutrition, uh, who, and weight loss, who would love to help you change your life. If you, if you need help and don't know where to go, um, give us a chat. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, give us a call. Even if you need somebody to talk to, I, I think, uh, I think I'm most proud of our, our staff here at first form, which I think through 2020, uh, showed a great deal of character. Uh, and, and we're here to help people. We're here to help them change their lives. And, and, and if you're struggling, reach out, know that, uh, know that we'd be happy to help. Good. I love it. Well, we'll put that in the show notes and, um, as per usual, brother, have a phenomenal day. I hope you and the family have a great week and, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate you, Jay. Thanks for having me. <laughs>